Watson. I didn't know how badly I needed it. That was so good to sing. Thank you. Oh, friends, indeed. Happy New Year. It's 2022. Also, what day is it? Like, like, I mean, it must be Sunday, right? Because we're here, but it, we're like emerging out of that weird time between Christmas and New Year where we don't really know what day it is or who we are or what we're supposed to be doing, especially with all the snow that we've had, right? If you're local, yeah. Man, so there's this timelessness that we've been in, which honestly just feels like an extension of all of the timelessness that COVID has made us feel too, that weird sense of time. And how time just isn't marked by our usual rhythms. And so whenever we find ourselves here in this threshold emerging out of the holidays and into the new year, there are at least two things that are usually happening. First, we're surprised again at how depleted we might feel. Is this true for you? Are you feeling tired? Like, I'm just really exhausted And I always know how stressful and busy and full the month of December is going to be. And every year, I know it's coming, and yet, and yet, I always think it's going to be awesome enough to somehow, like, compensate for that and, like, carry me through on all of the festive energy. Like, they'll just, like, be enough. And it always is festive festive and awesome, but I'm finally admitting that I should probably stop being surprised every year that I don't emerge from the holidays like feeling like centered and refueled and rested. December is a lot, and I think it's okay that we feel depleted, okay? So I want want to name that. Also, second, it's also like new year, new you time, right? So it's like all the resolutions. Did you make a resolution, New Year's resolution, intention, something? Okay. Um, But we're in that time where we get this extra dose of like, extraordinarily toxic, manipulative diet culture messaging that's kind of disguised as health and wellness and self-care right now, right? And we do need to care well for our bodies, right? But that's not the message that comes through. We're like bombarded with these messages that our bodies need to change and all we have to do is muster the willpower and plan to make it happen and get our best life now, right? When it's far more nuanced than that. So I just want to call out those two things, how depleted we can be right now after the holidays, and we're like, but it was the holidays, shouldn't I just like feel awesome? But then also this kind of attack on our bodies is not good enough. And then add to that how we just made it through our second pandemic Christmas, right? How our hope like for a safe and vaccinated Christmas that looked pretty normal, it actually then played out under the shadow of Omicron and I sure hope that you had moments of incredible joy in it, and you may have even had a completely awesome holiday, yet many of us, we had to shift plans, we had canceled plans, or we wore masks, we missed flights, we scoured every drugstore and online appointment for those COVID tests. Many of us got COVID, or our loved ones did. So we also name how this has been like even more extraordinarily exhausting than usual. Like our bodies have been living through a lot. They are living through a lot. And here we are. (laughs) Here we are, which is why we need time after the holidays, like today, January 2nd, to recuperate, even in a normal Christmas season, to rest and reorient and be loved in these bodies of ours, which is the perfect timing for us to do today, because it is still Christmas. And so do you also remember that the God of the universe has come among us, that love is born, that God saw it fit to dwell in the physical body of an actual person, which basically says that it's good to be human. 
It's good to be in a body. It's good to be on this earth. It's good to be in the flesh. It's good to have emotions. It's good to be uniquely who you are. God loves matter and physicality and God's goodness. God's soul is infused in everything, including these bodies of ours, which as we named throughout Advent and on Christmas Eve, that these bodies don't just like carry around our soul, but our bodies, this, this is our soul. The Bible doesn't split the two. There's no duality, but we are, we are whole non-dual beings, which makes that lyric from O Holy Night so powerful. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. So today, we want to let this arrival of Jesus incarnated in an actual body on this earth, in our lives, allow our soul to feel its worth in these weary, gorgeous soul bodies of ours. At this moment, when we're depleted and we're getting all these messages about how our bodies need to change right now, we want to affirm how the incarnation of Jesus commissions us into a more full-bodied incarnation of our own, knowing and loving these bodies of ours. Which is why this sermon time, these next few minutes, we're going to have more of an experiential and embodied time by trying just three really simple ways for us to let our bodies offer us their wisdom. We think that our thinking, our cognition, we think our cognition drives our experience of ourselves in life. And it does, like it's this mind-body system, body-brain system that we have. But more often, actually, Nine times more information goes from body to brain than brain to body. You hear what I'm saying? Nine times more information comes from body to brain versus the other way around. So our bodies have so much to say to us when we take the time to listen. (laughs) It's all good. (laughs) So when we take the time to listen, our bodies have so much to say. And it's been so hard to listen to them. So that's why we're going to do that now. So we're going to experience together three simple practices that will let us get into our bodies today, both for the sake of actually having that experience now, like nurturing our bodies now, but then also these are really simple things, three incarnational practices that you can just have with you and use throughout your day whenever you need to. Does that sound good? Okay. So to frame our experience, we let the word of God speak over us and inform this practice as we turn to John chapter 1 starting that first verse. So John's gospel is always more poetic and metaphorical than the other three gospels. So there's no account in John's gospel of like Jesus's birth and what happened. Those details aren't there. Instead, John's gospel begins with this poetic picture of how Jesus is the word of God. And that was spoken into this world and how that word, that Jesus was God and was with God through all the things that were made so through, we're going to read the message version of this text. We get to hear how God became flesh and blood. So I invite you to roll those shoulders and hear, hear this word. The word was first. The word present to God. God present to the word. The word was God. In readiness for God from day one. Everything was created through him. Nothing, not one thing, came into being without him. What came into existence was life, and the life was light to live by. The life light blazed out of the darkness. 
the darkness couldn't put it out. The life light was the real thing. Every person entering life, he brings into light. He was in the world. The world was there through him. And yet the world didn't even notice. He came to his own people, but they didn't want him. But whoever did want him, who believed he was who he claimed and would do what he said, he made to be their true selves, their child of God's selves. The word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. We saw the glory with our own eyes, the one-of-a-kind glory, like father, like son, generous inside and out, true from start to finish. Oh, so I invite you, just let that good word of God settle in you as you again roll those shoulders back and feel yourself here wherever you are as we move through three experiences, things that you may already know. As we do them together, we let ourselves not just talk about the incarnation, but actually practice being it. And if this isn't for you right now, like that's okay, participate as much as you feel comfortable, okay? All right, so the first one I want to introduce is simply a deep exhale. So many of us, when we're like stressed, we're told to, oh, just take a breath. But we're, we don't always know what that means or what to do. So actually focusing on the exhale. <sighs> Breathing out with soft lips, pushing that gentle force out. <sighs> Relaxing so that maybe your lips flap a little bit like that. You can breathe at your own pace, but you want to take it slow. That release of the round muscles is a really important way to signal to our parasympathetic nervous system that we can settle down. We're safe. So if we feel stressed, overwhelmed, so pushing that air out, maybe even making some sound. That can be really helpful. I won't get into the neuroscience behind it, but it's all there. So just take a good couple deep exhales. You can let your shoulders drop and relax. having done that or watched me do it, see if you can notice what's happening in you. That checking in with body is a good thing too, even as we do these practices. Notice if anything shifted. Notice if you felt something in your body. Notice if something came to your awareness. It's so important not to judge or evaluate, but just try to be curious and compassionate just noticing. I'm noticing that some of the noise in my head is calming down a bit. I'm also feeling that something shared here is changing as we breathe together, which is pretty cool. I feel a little lightheaded. That's a lot of oxygen. <laughs> but that's our first practice, so let that, let that settle in you. It's just a big exhale out, just releasing. Very simple, yes? Okay. So the second one is called, it's just a squeeze and release. 
or if you're familiar with the language, it's the progressive muscle release or muscle relaxation. And there are really extended ways of doing this with your whole body, but there's also really brief ways that we can do, especially for noticing an intensity in certain parts of our body, like if we're holding some stress. What we do is we simply squeeze that part of our body really tightly for 10 seconds, and then we release it with an exhale and let it go. So this is usually, it's, it's helpful when you're noticing that you're feeling angry or very keyed up. It can be a, a way to process some of that tension. So even just check in now. Do you notice if you're holding energy or tension in any place in your body right now where it's tight? Or maybe where isn't it tight? Maybe that's an easier way to ask. No. But let, maybe it's your hands or maybe your jaw or your feet, or your legs, wherever you're feeling tight or feeling an intense emotion in your body. So anytime we notice this, the key is that we start with tightening that part of our body in those places where we feel tight, which feels counterintuitive, right? (laughs) But we do that first instead of just trying to relax because we actually use up that energy first and then we can relax. Otherwise, the energy has nowhere to go. So let's do it. Let's practice it with our hands, just that that's something we can kind of practice together, knowing that you can do this with any part that's tight. So make your hands into tight fists, like so tight they may even notice a slight shake. And we're going to just count back from 10 in our heads. Stay with it. Then big exhale and relax your muscles. Shake it a little bit and you just let your hands rest on your legs. What do you notice? I'm noticing my heart rate up just a little bit. Noticing some of the flow of my body. I can feel it down into my toes now. So see if you can notice what happens, what happens in you. It's a little easier for me to exhale. We're going to do it again. So just take those fists. Make a tight fist. Really tight, 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 tight. Noticing that tension. Feel how much energy I can feel... My jaw want to get into it, too. And then releasing with an exhale. Relax it into your lap. Now just let your breath do whatever it needs to do. Let your breath breathe you. Just notice what's in your body. All right, let's do one last one. If you're ready for it, otherwise you can just sit if that feels like enough. So go ahead and clench if you're doing it. Tight. Feel my body tighten around it. And then relax and exhale. Again, if you want to learn more about it, you can just look up progressive muscle relaxation or release. It's extraordinarily helpful for getting to sleep or using up that extra energy. All right. Our third simple practice is simply to hold ourselves. And you can do this in a couple different ways. You can cup your hands around the back of your neck. We know that our neck is a very vulnerable place for us. You can do that one. Or you can cup your face around your cheeks. You can rest your hands at the center of your chest is another way. Or you can uh, kind of, it's kind of crossing your arms. You're actually cupping your elbows 
um, from your, on your opposite arm and letting it rest against your body. Yeah, so relaxing into that hold. So this is a great one to do when we're feeling lonely or sad or afraid. And we just hold ourselves and we let our breath breathe us. So just let it do whatever we need to do as we let our system rest and be comforted. You may find waves of emotion that come up, like it may feel hard to breathe. You kind of need to breathe through whatever comes. That's a good thing. Yeah, I'm feeling emotion that's coming up. Maybe sadness, maybe trauma. What are you noticing? For now, you can continue to hold yourself, hold this posture till you feel like it's complete. So you can stay in this for the next few minutes. But that's, that's it. Do you feel how the energy of the room is different than it was before? simply through just these three easy-to-do incarnational body-based practices. And you could spend hours <laughs> or years doing them. I would invite you to let these be resources for you. I have found it so necessary to schedule time to do things like this in my day. And so as it is still Christmas, we just had the chance to practice incarnation beginning with our experience of our bodies, knowing that it is in these bodies and from these bodies that we get to be Jesus' incarnated body of love and light and salt for the world. So as you head into this new year, I just want to gently tell you in the cacophony of wellness industry goals and battles with your body, I want to tell you that your body is good. It is good. Right now, right from the beginning, our bodies were good and affirmed again in this messy, quiet, intimate birth of Jesus in Bethlehem. And as I consider my own journey with my body, for me, I'm learning slowly and diligently to practice peace or practice shalom with my body over these last few years since my concussion and my post-concussion syndrome journey. Shalom with my body I'm learning that it's not just for the days when I'm symptom-free or when I'm able to do my work or when I'm a certain size or feeling physically strong. Shalom is for every day. Shalom with our bodies isn't for the day when we take up less space. It's right now. This body, this moment. Barbara Brown Taylor, she once wrote, there comes a time when it's vitally important for your spiritual health to drop your clothes, to look in the mirror and say, here I am. This is the body. This is the body. Like no other that my life has shaped. I live here. This is my soul's address. Yes. Like I want to tell you that finding your soul's address to be lovely and good again as we are is such good holy work. So New Year's resolutions, like they are not bad. <laughs> I know a lot of us have goals and intentions, perhaps precisely because of our lack of control we've had in these last few years of pandemic. That's good. It's really good. Because loving our body doesn't mean neglect. It means loving care. But perhaps, just perhaps, you could make your intention this year to rest 
from any kind of battle you have against your body and simply embrace her with peace and love and joy and gratitude. Maybe you can make time to exhale deeply and hold her. Maybe you don't need to shrink and shrink and shrink. Maybe your creases are lovely. Maybe you could buy comfy clothes and laugh more and ditch the shame. Maybe your body is made in the image of God and she is telling a story of your life and she is worthy of your love. Maybe you need to make peace with your body at this age, at this stage, at this size, at this ability, at this capacity. Maybe it's time to love your body because God made your body to be loved and Jesus' birth, the incarnation, is God's once again emphatic delight in you as a soul body who is beloved. So listen to them and use things like these tools or other things that you know that you can practice. Um, You can do these things when you're working at your desk or on the toilet or in the shower or right before you get out of bed in the morning or right when you get into bed at night to let your body speak and thrive and hold that tender or stressed or broken and beautiful parts that are of of this body. So as we close, I just simply invite you to answer the question of what is God saying to you in this? In what you've experienced today, what you've heard, what you've thought about, what you've felt? What is your response to this as we have spent time incarnating together? What is the word of grace and good news you will bring forward from this? Whatever your answer, may you be commissioned to let your soul feel its worth. For love is born and Jesus is here and our bodies are the very place where we are met by our God. So let's enjoy them. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's pray. God, it's a new year and we begin 2022 with such longing and such hope. Won't this year be better than the last? It sure feels like there's only that option. And yet, and yet, we know there are no guarantees for what will or won't happen this year, which is why today, this day, we open and align our hearts with yours being the incarnation of your love by controlling what we can, by doing what we can, by practicing being people who live and love these bodies that are our souls. And so we choose to listen to them and we choose to listen with them. For it is by starting here in our own hearts and bodies that we can metabolize whatever comes at us this year, including how we become your salt and light and love and embodiment in this world, so in need of your good news of great joy for all people. So thank you, God. Thank you for how boundlessly you love and support us in these bodies, this day and always.